Welcome to Student Views, a look at life at UMD, a place where we discuss cultural life from a different perspective. And I'm your host, Pavel Arkupenkov. Welcome back, everyone. This is Student Views, and I'm your host, Pavel Arkupenkov. Today we have two people in our great studio, Dave Herrera and Lizzie Easter, who are here to talk about Peer Sexual Educators Program. Hello, Dave. Hello, Lizzie. How are you doing today? We're good. We're good. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Tell our listeners a little bit about the program you're doing and what are you trying to accomplish with this program. We're two of the sexual health educators from uh, health services, and some of the things we do include giving presentations on topics like sexual health. We hold specific workshops, but then we also present to UMD seminar classes, and we also give presentations on bystander intervention, specifically how that relates to uh, sexual assault prevention and alcohol overdose prevention. And something cool that we're doing this year is presenting to all of these student-athletes this April. Yeah, so like 400 of them in one room will be giving the presentation on sexual education and how to be a good bystander and a renter. So this is very interesting. So who came up with this program or who was sort of, uh, you know, the leader in this Mm -hmm. whole process? The program was started by Dori Decker. She is the wellness coordinator for health services. Um, I came in at freshman year uh, because I taught uh, sexual education at, in my high school. Mm-hmm. And then, Lizzie, when did you come in? Well, I started like a month before the end of school my sophomore year. So I really started getting um, busy with the group last and how long? And how long this program has been in place here at UMD? I couldn't tell long you. I know time. it's been a really long time. I know we just got a member back, and she has been... And the program since her freshman year, but she actually graduated from college and she's doing some other programs. And so she's been out of school or she was a freshman like six, five years ago. Dory said like five to ten years ago. Yeah. That's the range that it so, so pretty significant time ago. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So my question is as a, let's say a, a freshman and he needs some kind of help or assistance, mm-hmm. what kind of services your program can provide to mm-hmm. that person in need? And yeah. uh, what can they hope for when they like going to this program? The way people hear about us is because we go into their freshman seminar class or mm-hmm. some professor requests our services to give a presentation on either sexual education or bystander intervention because we always leave our, our emails up and our phone numbers. We can help students on anything that's sexual related, um, whether that's an inquiry about sexual health or an inquiry about how to be a bystander intervention and what does that mean in a specific situation. However, to clarify what that doesn't mean is we can't give medical help. We can't tell you if you have a disease or how to treat that. However, we can tell you a lot of resources, whether at UMD or in the Duluth community, that they can get that checked out. And we can also give references for resources for people that have been sexually assaulted or if they know someone that's been sexually assaulted. Yeah. How did the program change this year? Because, you know, in recent past couple of months, there mm-hmm. were some of the real uh, serious sexual assault accusations mm-hmm. against many celebrities and against even professors and doctors and colleges. Right. You know, right. the recent case in Michigan State. Did it change anything in your program or did it change the approach? Or maybe did you have to deal with uh, um, more situations that you've dealt before? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't think we have, and I think it's because we've always emphasized that it's been a serious issue. Mm-hmm. 
um, and we've always known that the people who are sexually assaulted don't necessarily come out right away. And so we've always been there to tell people that the resources are there. In fact, last year we were actually just focusing on bystander intervention. So the whole year mm-hmm. we barely did any sexual health ed- Interesting. presentation Interesting, yeah. because we wanted to just focus on that. And so this year we decided to do a little mix of both. I think if anything's changed, it's been that we have more presentations. Yeah. You know, more as opposed to only doing these presentations for UMD seminar classes and then a few workshops throughout the semester. We're finding more requests from other organizations on campus like the student athletes and mm-hmm. housing has asked us to do some presentations as well as um, just some other classes. Yeah, because you know? we, we always get seminar classes and health-related classes. Now we're getting more psychology, more other various topics that professors are starting to see that is also important to have. We're also starting to table where we can offer our services, our resources, Mm -hmm. and free condoms and lubricants. And drop-in hours are starting this semester. Yeah. Great, great. I think that's a really good thing you guys are doing, so thank you for that. The question, which is going to be a little bit unrelated to what you guys are doing, but I ask everyone who enters the studio... Both of you are pretty active on campus, involved in many either clubs or organizations. What kind of advice can you give an incoming freshman or even people at UMD, UMD students? Yeah. I'd say to soak up every second that they can and to get involved as early as they can because, you know, it can be really hard when you get involved and totally fall in love with something really late in the game. And so I would just say if something interests you, to dig into that and to learn more about that because it could change your entire career path after college or it could change your entire college experience. Yeah, and to go off of that, like, to not be afraid to say yes. Like, I feel a lot of people say no, but you got to say yes. It's okay to be overwhelmed in college. It's okay to be spread thin sometimes because we don't have them in responsibilities. Like, we have classes, obviously, but we don't have a family. We don't have great bills yet. Just get involved. Get out of your comfort zone, for sure. Thank you very much. Thank you, Lizzie. Thank you, Dave. Yeah, thanks, Pavel. Thank you. It was Team Views with Pavel Arkhipenkov. I'll see you next week. Thank you very much.